Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com. Code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0. Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo! It is the Degenerate Derek Podcast. I am your host, Derek. Obviously, duh, stupid. Uh, We're back to recap NFL Week 2. Obviously, I'm in a much better mood this week than I was last week where I went 0-4-1 in Week 1 like a damn... Dumbass. Yeah, like a damn dumbass. Thank you, Alex Jones. I appreciate that. Uh, So I'm back this week. Much better week two. I went four and one. I'll recap those here in just a second. Um, I got some more messages that came in the DD inbox that I'd like to read. And then I'll preview Monday Night Football. Okay, so let's get in. Let's recap the five picks that I had a hard on for. Brought to you by the official sponsor of the Degenerate Derek Podcast. Blue Chew. Let's get in straight into it. Number five. Number five. This is the Vikings and the Colts. Four on third downs, Minnesota. And here they are from their back patio again. Trouble in the end zone. Could we have another safety? It looks like he got back to you about suck, Kirk Cousins. Are they going to call it? Yeah. He, Kirk he Cousins. in the grasp there. And, and as soon as they it have is. in the grasp, see the protection. God, I hate Kirk Cousins. I hate the Minnesota Vikings. I really strongly believed in this pick when I gave it out. I had Vikings plus three against the Colts. Uh, Colts coming off their week one loss to the Jaguars, which if you notice how the good the Jaguars played the Titans, that, that loss doesn't look near as bad. I really thought the Vikings were going to get right this week. I not only thought that they would cover the three points, I thought that they would win the game outright, <laughs> which was not even close. So that is 0-1. Let's move on to pick number four. Number four. Lions and the Packers. On Will Harris as Aaron Jones breaks loose. Aaron Jones, he's headed for the end zone. And he's going to be in with a Packer touchdown. 75-yard run from Aaron Jones. Um, He got it done yesterday. He ran for 168 yards and two touchdowns. Help out Aaron Rodgers. They beat the Detroit Lions 41-21. to I had the Packers minus six. They had to cover a big number, and they did so. They covered that game by 20 points. Um, you know, the Lions didn't look, I don't know, I'll have to go back and watch that whole game. I was in and out with red zone on that because uh, the Cowboys was the early game, so that really had all my attention. I haven't got to really watch hardly any of these early games. But that made the day for me one and one. All right, again, these is a recap of the five picks that I had a hard on for. Brought to you by Blue Chew. This was pick number three. Number three. It was the 49ers and the Jets. I had the 49ers minus seven. But 18! Raheem Mostert will get the toss. And some pretty good space right away. San Francisco and Raheem Mostert. Are you kidding me? 80 yards all the way on the toss play. And just like that, the 49ers have the lead. 
80 yards out the gate, very first play of the game, and the 49ers were off. They never were in danger this game. They beat the Jets 31-13. to A lot of injuries for the 49ers in this game, including Nick Bosa, who I believe tore his ACL out for the year. I know uh, Jimmy Garoppolo went out. He had an ankle injury. There were a bunch of just brutal injuries in that game. A lot of people talking about the turf up there in New York, which obviously concerns the 49ers. because So they were on the road this weekend playing the Jets. They're actually staying in town because they're going to be playing the Giants at the Giants stadium, which is obviously the same stadium next week. So they got some bad juju on that turf, no doubt, because the 49ers season has completely flipped around even though they got a nice win against the Jets uh minus seven they covered that for me so now I'm two and one if you're keeping if you're keeping track at home two and one on my five picks that I have a hard on for for this week let's move on to uh my fourth pick number two which is obviously number two uh Seattle and the Patriots I had the Seahawks minus four in this game I had to sweat this one out I was dragging ass today on the Billy Madison show, which is my main job. Billy Madison show, go download the podcast. I'm a co-host on that show. I was dragging ass because I had to stay up late, late to watch this game because it came down to the wire. This is, in fact, the last play. Patriots down by five with a chance to win it. Here we go. Cam is going to take it himself, and he doesn't get in. And the Seahawks are going to win the game. They got down to the three-yard line. Shout out to Cam Newton because I thought this was going to be a much easier win for Seattle. You know, they won by five, 35 to 30. Uh, Cam Newton played a really great, really, really great game, though. He was, I'm trying to pull up his numbers, 30 for 44, so, you know, okay on the completion percentage. But he threw for 397 yards. He had a touchdown. He did have one pick. He only got sacked once. Julian Edelman caught eight balls for 179 yards. So he threw the ball a hell of a lot better than I thought he was going to. That game was a hell of a lot closer than I thought it was. Nonetheless, Seahawks minus four. They win by five, which means that would make me three and one for the week. Now let's head into the number one game. It was Falcons plus four and a half taking on the Cowboys. This is just a bonehead play by the Falcons special teams unit. I mean, the ball doesn't have AIDS. Pick it up, for God's sake. Standing around and dancing around like chickens with their heads cut off. Dallas gets the onside kick. That was the uh, call for the Cowboys. Obviously, that wasn't the real call. That was uh, Bob Minnery. If uh, you don't know him, he's he kind of blew up. He became famous on Instagram because he would do these funny like voiceovers on sporting events. And then the dude ended up becoming like the official voice of Buffalo Wild Wings. So uh, he does that. You can follow him on Instagram. That's that's where I know him from. That was uh, his version of the onside kick that has now become kind of infamous in the Cowboys-Falcons game where the Cowboys at one point trailed 20 to nothing. They had fumbled the ball three times right away in the game and somehow still... So Cowboys are down by 15 in the fourth quarter. Cowboys score a touchdown. So instead of just kicking the extra point and then being down by one possession or eight points, they decide, hell, we're going to go for two now. They try to go for two. They fail. So now they're down by nine. They Eventually, they get another touchdown, kick the extra point. They're down by two. Now they have to do an onside kick. Luckily for the Cowboys, the Falcons special teams are a bunch of idiots, and they don't realize that you don't have to wait for the ball to travel 10 yards when you're the receiving team. You could touch that ball right away. Right away, they could have jumped on that ball, and that game would have been over. But they decide to be nice and let the ball travel 10 yards, wait for the Cowboys to surround it, and then pounce on it and recover it. Cowboys get the ball. Dak Prescott connects with CeeDee Lamb for a really nice pass. 
gets into field goal position. Cowboys somehow win that game 40-39. to Luckily, I had the Falcons plus four and a half, so I still won my bet. Cowboys win the game. Literally, the best case scenario that could have happened in that situation. Cowboys with a big win against Atlanta. 40-39. to They bail out Mike McCarthy. They give him his first win as a Cowboy head coach. And everybody's happy. That's 4-1 and one for me this week, folks. Four correct picks, one bad pick. All right? So if I'm doing the math, so that's four. And then I go five. Okay, so that's that makes me four, five, and one on the year overall, which is not bad when you consider that I started out the year 0-4-1. All right, I had that one push, so that's what the one is. That's a tie, so I just throw that out and really just say I'm 4-5. and five. What a comeback. Hopefully I can keep this moving for week three. I got a Monday night football pick tonight. Uh, I was 3-0 and last week on Monday night football, so, you know, maybe, I don't know. It started then. It started Monday night football when I gave out three picks and they were all right. And then I rolled that shit along right into a four and one weekend. Massive weekend for myself. Uh, any other big games that I want to recap from yesterday? Let me see here. Mm, Chiefs and Chargers. That was very interesting. Tyrod Taylor's not going to have his job when he comes back because of that Herbert kid. Stepped in and played a really nice game. Almost got a win over the Chiefs, but unfortunately they have a shithead head coach in Anthony Lynn. I just don't understand. So the Chiefs are finally getting their mojo back, right? Like, Chargers have been beating the Chiefs the whole game. Chiefs finally tie it at 20. You go into overtime. Chargers get the ball first. They had a fourth and one, and they decide to punt the ball. Let's give the ball to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, even though their kickers already hit like a 58-yard field goal earlier in the game. So they pretty much just got to barely get the ball past midfield, and they're in field goal range. Well, they decide to punt it instead of go for it. The rest is history. Uh, The Chiefs end up kicking a field goal and escaping LA with a 23 to 20 win. Cardinals, you know, that's not really that big of a deal, but uh, Kyler Murray looks really good. He beat Washington. Cowboys and Washington both now one and one. Eagles and Giants are both now 0 and 2. Sucks to suck. Eagles got killed. I love to see it. Uh, I love to see Carson Wentz get booed. You got to hear this audio. This is so funny. So Philadelphia does not have any any fans in the stand whatsoever, right? But still. The PA announcer, the sound effect guy, whatever. He was trolling the shit out of Carson Wentz. Wentz, too tall for Zach Ertz. And now fourth down. Listen to those boobs. There's nobody in the stadium. I would be so pissed off today if I was Carson Wentz. Like, that guy is an Eagles employee. And he's just, he, he is piling on. I'd be so pissed if I was him today. So pissed. There was no reason that you needed to play those boos like that, but they did. Hilarious. I'm glad he did because, I mean, it's hilarious to me. Uh, one of the other shockers yesterday I mentioned earlier about uh, Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars. You got to keep an eye on them. All right? They played, uh, they gave the Titans all all the businesses the Titans wanted. Titans ended up winning that game 33-30, to but they were, they started out the week 11-point favorites in that game and barely, barely escaped with a win. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, they got a big win over the Panthers at home, 31-17. to And yeah, that's about it. That's about it for week two. I think I covered pretty much all the big games. Ravens dominated the Texans. You know, I feel bad for the Texans because I don't think they're that bad. They've just had to run into two of the better teams in the whole league back-to-back weeks. But they fall to the Ravens 33-16. to um, Yeah, so pretty good football on yesterday. I don't know about tonight if there'll be good football on. I'll get into that Monday Night Football matchup here in just a second. 
Let me uh, go over some of the messages I got. First one, again, you can message me on Twitter, BMS underscore Derek, Instagram. You can also email me. There's several ways to get a hold of me. Uh, Inbox is open. Feel free. This guy said, explain how you pick the Falcons. They lose, but yesterday you were counting it as a win. Make it make sense. I don't know what the fuck else to say to you. The, the point spread thing just confuses people. And I know I'm not a good teacher, but when you're betting like point spreads, you're not betting on who wins and loses. Like you're I, just go watch a YouTube video, bro. I don't know how else to explain the point spread system to you. I had the Falcons plus four and a half. Okay. So in order for me to lose that game, the Cowboys would have had to win by five or more points. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, whatever. They win by five or anything above that, then I would lose. All right. I'm almost it's almost like I'm being spotted four and a half points at the start of the game. That's the only way I can think to explain it, but it literally people have no clue. They do not understand the point spread thing. And I really think it's gonna be a problem for my podcast in the future, especially if people don't even understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh next message. I faded all your picks and got smoked. Bet you can't do it two weeks in a row. I bet you $100, Caesar. Yikes. Okay, Caesar, what do you mean by that? Because if I go three and two next week, which I know I can do, that's a winning week. Can I go four and one? I don't know. Going four and one is kind of difficult to do. I can go three and two. If you want to bet me, I can have back-to-back winning weeks. If you want to make that bet, bud, no problem. Get back at me, Caesar. But if you're saying I can't have back-to-back winning weeks, I will bet you $100 on that, sir. Yes, sir. I accept. Next message. This was an email. This one was kind of serious, but I'm still going to read it anyways. She said, my husband is now gambling because of your podcast. I'll sue you if this becomes an issue. Does your company know you're doing a podcast promoting the destruction on families? (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, we put a disclaimer at the end. I take that disclaimer very serious. It's something like... Uh, the Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, entertainment purposes only. So that clears us right there of any lawsuits, lady. Uh, I mean, you should obviously, you know, if you're going to gamble, make sure you know everybody knows about it. Do it responsibly. And when you do gamble, you don't have to gamble a lot, people. Like, you can... When I first started betting on football, like, 10, 15 years ago, and I had an online account with Bovada, I literally was betting, like, $10 a game. I'm not even kidding. Like, it wasn't that serious. I was just trying to get my feet wet. I just enjoyed putting a little something on the game. So I like to do parlays. That's where you combine a whole bunch of bets into one. So yeah, just gamble responsibly if you are going to gamble. And I really hope that this does not become an issue, lady. But I am I am free and clear of any bullshit lawsuit you're going to try to bring against me. That ain't no problem. All right, my last message. Uh, Derek, love your podcast, but I don't gamble. I love fantasy football, though. Have you thought about doing any fantasy football in the pod? Yeah, I, I would never do that. Just because, one, I think those podcasts are shit, fantasy football podcasts. And it's just because I don't play fantasy football. So I would have to play fantasy football in order to get into it and then want to do a podcast about it. I don't even play. So I I just, it would be too much for me. Like, you can't do it all. I choose to, I like to gamble. I like to bet on the on the teams and the point spreads and the over-unders. That's that's what I like to do. I know there's way more people that like to do fantasy football. It's just not something I'm into. So, no, there probably will never be any fantasy football on this podcast. I apologize, but I just, 
you know, not that I really know what I'm talking about anyways, but I really wouldn't know what the hell I was doing with the fantasy football podcast. Like, what would I say? Like, oh, this week you should pick up blah, blah, blah off the waiver wire. Like, isn't that information all late and shit, too? Like, I, I don't know. That podcast... Because I don't give a shit about anybody's fantasy football team. Like, do does anybody does anybody actually care? Like, when you have the fantasy football talk and about, like, hey... You know, oh, I got this guy, this, oh, I got this matchup. Like, nobody gives a shit. Like, you only care about your own fantasy football team. I feel like this, this could be more enjoyed as a group. We can all bet on teams. We can't all have the same fantasy football team. So that's why I don't do fantasy football, buddy. But uh, I wish you the best of luck. But no, there will not be any of that on this podcast. No, sir. All right, so let's move on. Monday night football. So we got a big matchup tonight. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I got the fucking music. Chill out. Anyways, big matchup tonight. We got Saints at the Raiders. First game in Las Vegas. Um, This opened up as Saints were four and a half point favorites. It went all the way up to six and a half, but now it's down to their five and a half point favorites. Over under this game is 48 and a half. Uh, Give me the Raiders at home for their first game. I just don't believe in Drew Brees. I just think he looks so old, bro. I mean, it, it's almost disgusting how old he looks. And uh, I'm rolling with the Raiders tonight. That's pretty much all I got on that game. Not going to do a big analysis breakdown. I think that Sean Payton is going up against a very capable head coach in John Gruden. I think the Raiders have a lot of talent on both sides of their team. And Michael Thomas not being, you know... Him being out for the Saints, I mean, that's a big-ass deal. That dude is pretty much the Saints team. And now that Drew Brees is not going to have Michael Thomas to throw to, I mean, I just don't see the Saints. Maybe they maybe they squeak out a win here, but I don't see it by you know them winning by a touchdown or more. So I like the Raiders, the underdog roll tonight, plus 5.5. That is my official pick. I was 3-0 and on last week's Monday Night Football games, looking to move it to 4-0. and That would be really nice. So I need the Raiders tonight plus five and a half. So I'm going to do like on my Thursday podcast, I'm going to give out my Sunday picks. And then obviously on Monday, I'm going to give out a pick for every single Monday night football game. So we'll keep those two records separate. But tonight I'm on Raiders plus five and a half. That is my pick. Uh, I hope you guys have a great week. I can't wait to get back Thursday. There's some big time games this weekend that I can't wait to break down. Again, message me if you got any questions or comments or, you know, any of that shit. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. You can email me. Feel free to do so. I appreciate it. Thank you to my sponsor, Blue Chew. Again, I hope you guys have a great week, and I will be back Thursday. Oh, wait, I got to hit my disclaimer. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening you to the podcast and get help. Seriously, The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great. But having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.